our podcast is like it's pretty. It's usually a tech show, like you know, pretty focused on. Yeah. I like, can talk tech. Oh yeah, maybe. All right, tech. All right. All right. Well, Let's do hey this. man, we'll riff. It'll be fun. So our show kind of meanders from tech to social stuff from time to time. That's good, but tech can help power those things. Indeed, they can. Yeah. And there's probably a few listeners who'll be able to listen to our story who might be able to go, "Hey, you're missing a trick there." Or, yeah. What about this? And yeah, you know, absolutely. I'm listening to the big data beard. This is our podcast where we explore the trends, technology, and talented people making big data a big deal. Jimmy Nichols, welcome to the Big Data Beard Podcast. G'day. We're uh, we're glad to have you on. I, uh, you know, in fairness, I've, uh, I've I've been kind of part of the the beard season movement yeah. for a while, and uh, I I couldn't be more excited to just spend some time with you in your native yeah. country, in your hometown. This is awesome. What this a better incredible. place to me. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's now I will say, thinking that it was summer, I thought for certain that we would end this and then be going to grab some surfboards and head out. Yeah, but it's not it's not panning out that direction today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. Next, next time, it could be right. like the fifty-year storm in Point Break. Oh, and we can never, we can paddle to New Zealand. There you go. Can I, <laughs> can I please be Patrick Swayze? Yeah. <laughs> I like where this is going. This, yeah. is, this, is, this is gonna go well. <laughs> oh, now you're getting rained on, bro. That's coming oh, in on you. I like yeah. it. Yeah, we're so, we're risking life and limb to bring this hey. broadcast to you right now, so you better listen up. That's right. <laughs> we care. So, so, Jimmy, tell me about tell tell our listeners about what Beard Season is all about and why you started it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, thank you for bringing us on. This is yeah, man. fantastic. Um, bringing the world together through the power of our beards. That's right. So, um, as you know, these guys have incredible beards, and uh, I have a beard as well. Um, and I suppose I'm kind of on a mission to make beards stand for something, uh, you know, bigger than just not shaving or looking like a legend. Um my, I lost one of my mates to melanoma. Uh-huh. Um, and for those of you the, the, that don't know what that is, it's one of the deadliest forms of, or it's the, de- the deadliest form of skin cancer. And it uh, kills about two, nearly 2,000 people a year in Australia and one person every hour in America. Wow. wow. That's where most of you people are from, America. Yeah. And uh, in England, it's massive as well. But um, basically, he was 26 when he died. And it was just such a beard thing <laughs> to yeah. happen to anyone. But yeah, we, just, we just had no idea that it affected people that young. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't someone that tanned or, you know, wasn't, was pretty sun safe. Um, so at his funeral, we decided to do something and that something turned into beard season, which is uh, a challenge every winter to gentlemen to grow their beard. Uh, commit to growing the beard, commit to getting a skin check, and then using their beard as a uh, life-saving conversation starter to challenge as many people as they can to get a skin check as well. Yeah. And um, it just started out between a group of mates um, eight years ago, 2010, Wes passed away. And each winter it's been growing, and um, we now save a life a week. Really? Because of incredible. someone that's written in saying they've found something, so yeah, it's kind of mind blowing as to to see it grow over the last eight years. It's been really, really good. Yeah, 
So I, I've seen this, you know, you, you, we follow you on Instagram and, and you're pretty active in social media, but I see it, you post a lot about the million dollar beard. Uh-huh. So <laughs> now while I, I am standing in front of you and can see I, it is a million dollar beard, but, <laughs> but I think this is, uh, this is more symbolic and a goal statement. Tell me about what million dollar beard means. Yeah. So after that first winter, um, it was only a handful of us that did it, but I had six people write to me saying that they met me at a beach or met me at the bar or wherever. Um, they got a skin check and found something which could have killed them. And that for me was a massive kind of shock. I, it was like a big realization that this crazy idea was actually working yeah. and it might be that literally saved lives. So good rig. Um, That's cool, Rick. That, uh, Shit, I, I, might, I might keep my beard mm-hmm. and use it as a like a bit of a motivation for me to keep the idea alive because this whole thing's been a side kind of hustle mm-hmm. for the last few years, eight years. And um, the beard was a basically a daily reminder that this idea is worth it. I should keep it going. And uh, I've kept it ever since. And I realized a few years ago that... I can't just shave this thing off. It's come so far. Yeah. So I decided, you know, at, we're a, we're a charity now, and we've but we've and it's growing so much. But we kind of need funds to be able to amp things up. So I figured instead of asking people for money, why don't I ask someone for money? Yeah. <laughs> and bring on a really amazing partner to team up with to take us to the next level. So I put my beard up for sale for a million dollars, and the PR and the coverage has been incredible. We've been covered by, you know, every media company under the sun. Yeah. Um, but the market, as you might agree, is pretty limited for a bid. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but I've 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 been on a mission over the last few years to just get it out there and and make it um, as valuable and as famous as possible. Yeah, and. Uh, we may have found someone. Really? Whoa. So the million dollars isn't just like, hey, I just want to sell my beard for a million bucks so I can go back to shaving. That's not what it's about. <laughs> yeah, like the yeah. million dollars will be put to use for an incredible an incredible use, right? Yeah. So um, we the, the goal is to, one, um, to make beard season sustainable as an organization as, as a yearly challenge for people because the amount of people that that reaches is, is already huge and we do it with no money. Um, so it'd be really awesome to see what that can turn into. And then the other side of it is, uh, I call it action and awareness. So the action side of it is basically us checking people and we've been trialing this kind of program and it's, I want to have a national skin check program targeted to places where it's most needed. So we've been doing it at Hamilton Island race week, which is the biggest kind of sailing regatta in the Southern hemisphere. And, um, last year we checked 700 people. Uh, and found 532 suspect lesions and 75 confirmed cases of melanoma. So 10% of the the population more. of people that you yeah. checked, more than that, yeah. had had issues and many of them were actual melanoma. Yeah. And then on top of that, there would have been a heap more skin cancers as well. So like it's mind-blowing the amount of Over- the statistics that we're getting from these actual uh, clinics. And we'd love to be able to roll that out to places all around the country and hopefully, yeah, places like America yeah. um, and England and Europe yeah, um, any of those down sunny, the track. Yeah. yeah, any of those sunny places where people are suffering. Yeah. So I, I 
so melanoma scares the fire out of me, uh, <laughs> and I think rightfully so, clearly. And you're living proof that you know it can be effective to your own person and friend, right? That's awful. But how often should we be getting checked? Like as like as from awareness perspective for people, I know until until I found you guys, I hadn't even thought yeah. about it. Yeah, and. And went and got checked, right? Yeah. And ended up finding something which was suspect. And yeah. how often should we be, you know, getting these checks for melanoma? Well, uh, we recommend once a year, and winter is apparently the best time to get checked because you're not. It's easier for the doctor to find a suspect-looking spot, um, and also if you need to get something operated on, it's not going to get aggravated by the sun the next weekend. Mm. You know, so. Winter's the best time, which is great because that's beard season. Yeah. And um, it's kind of a time when people aren't really thinking about the sun. Um, and if we can kind of get people to see their doctor at least once a year, that time of year is the best time to do it. And um, yeah, once a year is usually good. I try and do it um, at least at the end of winter and after summer. Yep. So I kind of know what to keep an eye on. Yeah. And um, a really good doctor will be able to point out things that you need to watch. Now, the the biggest thing we hear out of people is just the biggest excuse is I don't have enough time. Yeah, exactly. How much time yeah. does it take for a regular skin check? Uh, um, is there well, a real excuse there? Or? Yeah, well, like it, it, it's uh, it's pretty annoying. And I've used it, I would have used that excuse before this happened to Wes. Um because it takes time out of your day and you've got to make the appointment and blah, blah, blah. It takes about 15 to 20 minutes. That's it. So, it's nothing. Yeah. Um, and it might sound like a massive hassle, but seriously, that 15 to 20 minutes could save like your life or it could save you from, you know, having no having any time left at all. Yeah, it's so, not um, a big and, ordeal yeah. at all. And it's awesome for us to do these free clinics because we do it at beaches, we do it at festivals, sporting events, and we just get people in between beers coming in and having a check for 15 minutes and walking out knowing that they're either okay or they need to have something operated on. And um, Yeah, so it's good to be able to put it in front of people at a time when it's really convenient, but also to kind of reinforce that it, it, it's not scary, it doesn't take that long, and you know it could seriously save your life. Yeah, I think one thing I took, I took from it too is like, it's it affects people that are still sun safe. So like even if you're yeah. wearing yeah. a hat and wearing sunscreen and doing all the right things and skin types as well. Yeah, um, like Bob Marley died from melanoma um, in between his toes. So what? like I've walked into a doctor before and they've said no, you've got dark olive skin. You 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 don't like don't worry. And there's a lot of doctors out there like that. So. Um, we really recommend seeing a skin specialist. Mm -hmm. um, and if you can get a referral for that, it might be covered through your healthcare or whatever. But um, yeah, get someone who really knows what they're doing and get them to use a dermatoscope, which is like a epic kind of microscope that see, sees layers into your skin. And it's it's really we just I just literally came from a TV show where we went on screen and did a live skin check on one of the hosts. Okay. And he found a basal cell carcinoma on his shoulder. Really? During the live broadcast. And wow. uh, that's what Hugh Jackman had on his nose. That's um, a wake-up call, man. Yeah, it was crazy. He was like, whoa, whoa, hold on. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, I mean, my God. Stop the camera. Like, he walks out the go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man, it's, it's legit, too. Cause like you, and you get it in places you wouldn't think. My sister actually had basal cell carcinoma on her scalp, like under her hair. Oh, my God. And yeah. it ended up getting like pretty large. And they'd have, like, they had to scallop up a bunch oh, of her head. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. And I've heard people say that it can, you might get burnt on your shoulders or whatever, but it can pop up on your leg. Like, it's, it's, it's such a weird, weird beast. 
that it's like, and I met a girl the other day. Her sister had one a melanoma in her uterus. What? I don't know how she was sunbaking, but like, it was <laughs> these things are so random, yeah. and it's you really need to like if you think you're okay, like. Just don't t- don't don't take assume. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, I mean, that you, the the thing you talked about, you did you know seven hundred checks on the beach and more than seventy legitimate cases yeah. were found. That's yeah. a, that's a crazy that's number. Huge. So yeah, and wow. and there's there we we focused on early detection because uh, we found no one was doing that, and we found melanoma is one of the easiest to treat, most successful to treat cancers if it's found early. Like if you have pancreatic cancer or breast cancer or like it's pretty hard to actually find that stuff until yeah. there's massive signs yeah. of it like it's probably metastasized to something else and yeah you're exactly. way down the road yeah, yeah you're way down the road already but if you get onto this early you you know you're really ahead of the game and your chances of survival are a lot higher so well uh, cancer sucks as yeah, much as anything can suck on the planet i agree and uh, if we can prevent one like this is one like you gotta fight it yeah so along the way like you've you've had some some great victories of helping people like and I see, you, I see you promote a bunch of them. Like, what's your favorite? Like, what's one that stands out in your mind in terms of, like, a beard season victory that's, that's uh, made you, like, epically proud? Okay, well, um, a lot, over the last, like, years and years and years we've been doing this, I, I, I find uh, manifesting has been a very good – because it's been a side hustle and because we haven't had any resources, I find that um, doing things like this and saying, you know, I'd love to meet – blah 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 someone listening might know you know like if i go i'd love to meet zz top and get them to write a theme song for the million dollar beard to you know increase its value someone out there might listening might know zz top and and hook us up and it might be happening you know in a month's time and so i kind of did that saying you know if i'm going to grow the one of the best beards in the world i want to meet the best beard in business and i said i want to meet richard branson so um, he came to Sydney a couple of years ago and a friend of a friend told someone that he was at a hotel and if I was going to meet him, that was the only, that was a chance. Yeah. And so I literally, I was on the way to an event. So I had everything. I was wearing my Akubra hat and I like in a suit. I had like a magazine I was on the front cover of. I had everything. Like I couldn't, it couldn't have been better. Yeah. And so I ran, this guy was like, run, like here now, go. So I ran to this hotel and he came out of this meeting room and said, okay, I'm just going to go upstairs and get changed. I'll be back down in 10. And I'm there just like starstruck, just couldn't like mouth wide open. This is him. He's actually here right in front of me. And so I I was like, fuck, this is it. So I talked to his people and I said, was that Richard? And they were like, yes. And so I'd made an introduction to them and said, oh, I've always wanted to meet him. This is why. And they said, yeah, just say hello. So when he came down, elevator opened. He's standing there. He's like, okay, let's go. I get up. I'm shaking like a twig in a hurricane. And I'm like, g'day, Sir Richard. I'm Jimmy Niggles. Um, I've wanted to meet you forever. Oh, since I've had this beard, um, my friend died from melanoma. And I've been using this beard to tell people to get a skin check. And every time I do, I get a photo with them. Can I get a photo with you? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. And I told him, you know, about the melanoma and all this kind of stuff. And um, a month later, his office getting got in touch and said he'd love to be an ambassador. He can't buy the beard, but can we do an article on virgin.com? I said, yes. Yeah, And absolutely. then uh, the, the last year... I got um, invited to this kind of leadership thing at Necker Island with Richard Branson for a week 
And as soon as we kind of got there that first night, he like stopped the conversation at the bar. People were like crawling all over him and um, leant over and said, Jimmy, thank you so much for introducing yourself to me in Sydney that time. I went and got a check and found something on my shoulder that I had no idea about. Wow. And it's really good to have you here. Wow. And that for me, I was like, wow. Yeah. Like that, did that, that just happened. Um, <laughs> this That's epic, so iconic yeah. business leader and like I kind of, you know, the idea of you can do it um, basically might have saved him because of uh, that simple chat. And if we can encourage all our ambassadors to do that, you know, there's no limit to where this thing can go. So, that for me was a good that's good amazing. moment. That's yeah. an amazing one. So, really, at the at the end of the day, to be an ambassador, it's not hard, right? You you really have to grow a beard during winter, which we encourage growing beards yes. year-round in yes. general. That's yep. the thing. But, <laughs> but when you have a beard, use it for when somebody says, yeah. hey, man, like that's yeah, a strong-looking head you got on your face there. Yeah. Like, you go, thank you. It can save your life. Yeah. And then people are like, what? Because most people, I mean, sure, I'm sure you agree. People go, oh, you know, great beard. Do you get food stuck in it? How often oh, do you yeah. wash it? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. How long have you had it? But all, yeah. this, all this stuff. How long did you like, grow that, man? Turning those, Can those like boring conversations into something which could have the power to save someone's life. Yeah. It's such an awesome thing. And it's so simple. Like you say, it's like, oh, not, thank you. Well, did you know it could save your life? And they're like, what? And they're like, well, I'm doing it because I'm an ambassador for beard season and I got a skin check. When was your last skin check? Um, And they're like, what? And then you just tell them why it's so important. And then, you know, they might get back in touch with you and say, mate, yeah, could have saved me. I'm Richard Branson. You say you may have saved my life. Like, <laughs> yeah. how incredible is that? It's so simple, but so huge. It's uh, it's yeah. great. And then ideally, I just like every time someone sees a beard, then they get reminded beard. When did I last have a skin check? Yeah. And I don't know. It it, it could. And the more people we get on board, the bigger it gets. And you know, I'm not I'm not asking for money off people. I'm just asking for that action once a year. Get a check. And if beards can be the vehicle for that, then that'd be amazing. That's awesome, man. Now, now this this journey you've been on over the last eight years. I mean, you've met people like Richard Branson. You, I, I saw the other day you were in uh, L.A. and you had a chance to meet Mel Gibson. How crazy is that guy? Ah, oh, he was good. Well, was that it? was actually in Australia. Oh, it was. But, oh, uh, sorry, my bad. We, my friend, actually met him that week about something else. But um, he's he's amazing. He had it. He had a pretty good beard. Did a, he? a while ago? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're trying to. I did a few things in LA. I did, uh, to kind of classic, uh, like I did a, a beach run down Venice Beach with the Baywatch thing, <laughs> <laughs> slow motion. The beard just flapping in the wind. <laughs> yeah, uh, I busted through. I went on the set of Seinfeld and did like a Kramer entrance through the door. Um, um, I, I'm just trying to meet the people who insured J Lo's ass <laughs> to see if they could insure my beard. And how'd they go? Or is it insured? Um, no, nah, I, I, we, we, it's going to happen, hopefully. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I had a meeting with uh, someone who has had an experience with um, skin cancer and they've had a beard. They're, very, they're like massive superstars. So if we can line them up as part of that trip, then I'll be very, very happy. We've got a plan of attack and he knows about it. And he likes the idea, so I just got to like convert that. Well, but it's been it's been interesting. We hope he does. Now, one of the things that 
I noticed. So it is an incredible beard, and you've grown. It's full. It's great. You've been in a countless number of pictures that have been turned into like some of the best beard memes <laughs> on Instagram. What's that like? What's it like to like see like as you know they're they're just like copying it off the web or whatever. What's it like to see your beard yeah. all over the place? It's pretty funny. I mean, yeah. So we took this photo a few years ago when I moved to Sydney, and yeah, like like it got picked up on Reddit and had like half a million reposts in like a few hours. And some kid turned. He made a meme. It was like. Uh, he who shaves his beard for a woman deserves neither. And then there was another one that was like, my favorite ship overrun by pirates, still the captain. And there was other ones like, yeah, it's, it's everywhere. And then, and then it got like put on, um, there was like murals in Spain and like coffee cups in the Greek islands. My friend found my face on a co- on this coffee cup set. And then like people have my hand, like head, like literally tattooed on their like hands and legs and like it's and shit t-shirts and it's been ripped off so much. But so the guy who took that photo, he said, look, mate, like we need to put a stake in the ground and say, you know, we've... This is the re- there's a reason behind all these amazing images and his images are incredible. So um, we did a deck of play- we wanted to make a deck of playing cards. Yeah. And so we we ended up putting these pictures out but we didn't tell anyone what we were doing it for cuz we thought the idea might get stolen. And as soon as we started posting these images, people started applying. And we ended up he ended up go- going through 2500 applications to get the portrait taken and people were flying on their own money to come to London to get their picture taken um, and we ended up doing a big series of 80 I think um, portraits which were exhibited at Somerset House which is right on the River Thames um, in the middle of London, one of the best galleries in the UK and we had 35,000 people come to the exhibition in three weeks and we had people lining up not only to get into the exhibition but to see individual pictures we had people lining up and it was huge and it was a really good like statement that you know for the last eight years we've been pioneering kind of why beards are so beard and why everyone should grow a beard and why and it's been amazing to watch the trend but um yeah these images are amazing so yeah that was a good moment so a little secret here (laughs) yeah the four of hearts was actually the first uh, epic beard that was uh, on the show. So Taylor Weldon. Really? Oh, Taylor's yeah, amazing. Yeah. I love yeah. Taylor. Yeah. So, yeah. T- so Taylor was on the show with us a couple months ago because ah. uh, he's quite the <laughs> rambler. And uh, actually, uh, Kyle and I were in uh, Lockhart, Texas, which is just outside of Austin, eating some incredibly good barbecue. And yep. he walked in, and I'm like, dude, I because I'd seen him on Instagram and stuff. And I'm like, that's like the U.S. national beard champion. He just walked in. <laughs> so I walked up to him. I'm like, dude, and kind of like the, the the twig in the hurricane. I was like, I was kind of like fangirling. Like, yeah. oh, I'm he so was excited. sweating a little bit. It was, <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen somebody get so excited. Yeah, it's awkward. Uh, yeah, I'm apparently at that age, I get that excited about bearded men, but that's fine. <laughs> so, so I went up to the guy, and I'm like, hey, man, like, we do this show – it's you know it's about you know technology mostly but like we also all most of us have beards and i would love to have a beard chat with you and so we did we had a great chat so when i saw those cards i was like oh it's awesome yeah no, so are they still so available good. can you still are you selling them yeah i've got a heap in my in my apartment just up the road <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah. we just sell I, those to raise some money for uh for beard season that'll yeah, be yeah, good yeah grab yourself a pack oh that's awesome christmas is coming up that's incredible. So, <laughs> so using the beard for good is obviously important, and uh, and and I think when people have a personal connection, like if they've 
had somebody that's been faced with melanoma in their, in their family or friend circle, that's probably easier. But one of the things that always comes up when you have the beard conversation, like the one that, that, that I always, you know, I'm curious is like grooming, man. Like, uh-huh. the, you, like this thing is, I, I, I've been growing a beard for about, you know, probably five, six years. And everybody's got their own style of grooming. But I don't know, like, is there one, like, what's your thing? Are you a balm guy, an oil guy? Like, is there, uh, what's, your, what's, your, what's your strategy? Well, because I put myself in this corner, I've never trimmed it. The only time was when Richard Branson chopped the end off with a bar knife, which we turned into a paintbrush, which we're doing a big artwork series with. <laughs> and that wasn't a very clean cut either. He was, like, yeah. hacking it away. It was like, <laughs> um, and I've never trimmed it. So it's kind of wiry and wild. Yeah. Um, so it's probably not the best example of a beard, but uh, like a neatly trimmed hedge, like you both have a have a good amount of body. Uh, I've just let this one run wild, but um, I kind of use. I've tried every like I get scent stuff all the time, especially oh, sure. when and it seemed like there was a new beard oil every week, and some of it I wouldn't oil my deck with, like it's. Um, yeah, it's bad. Veranda, sorry, what I don't know what it's called in America. <laughs> but, a, he means veranda, not yeah, what you yeah. <laughs> what you might have understood him to say. <laughs> but like, yeah. So it's, and it, and I found that it's a really delicate balance to get right. Like it's like a lot of colognes and stuff. A lot of it yeah. can smell like very rancid. easy to do wrong. Yeah. So um, I teamed up with uh, Captain Fawcett, who. Uh, the photographer was using his stuff for all of the pictures that we were doing. And he, as part of the million dollar beard thing, he was like, well, why don't we make an oil? And uh, we made the million dollar beard oil and it's got 23 karat gold flakes in it. Really? Which uh, <laughs> you, you you kind of put in your hand and rub together and they disappear. So it doesn't make glitter in your beard. But um, it's apparently what the royalty in Egypt, Egypt used to use gold as part of their like beauty treatment. Anyway, if you can end up building pyramids, you can thank me later. Um, but I didn't in- see a picture of you with a gold beard though. Yeah. That yeah. thing was epic. Like you were full on gold, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How hard was that? I mean, did that they just like hours. spray paint? Like- oh, there was like 23 different types of makeup. There was this guy that flew over from Spain for this other gig and we managed to lock him in while the photographer was in town. And uh, we had this super famous Aussie actor getting his photo taken at the same time, swearing his head off. I've never heard anyone swear as good as this bloke. Anyway, I'm like getting painted with this gold, like all this gold, mate. Yeah, it was incredible. That's very cool. But I didn't die like in uh, gold finger. No, what was that James Bond one? Anyway, yeah. I, I, my skin could breathe. But yeah, <laughs> that. But this beard oil is incredible, and it actually, it's got a great luster, and it doesn't have a stink. Yeah. And uh, it's really, really healthy for your skin as well. Yeah. And it's got frankincense in it, which I think is has like anti-cancer qualities or whatever. But like, it's epic. So It's good enough for uh, the wise men to bring to Jesus. And I think it's probably good enough for us. That's exactly. good. So you've, you, you've got a lot, of going, a lot going on. I love the fact that there's like super stealthy things going on that are right on the cusp. It makes me so happy for you. <laughs> but what's next for you, man? Like you got, you know, it's summertime, so we're not in the heart of beard season, Yeah, but you're still getting this hustle on. Like what's next yeah. for you in the beard season? Well, yeah, it's been amazing. Um, I mean, we'd love to be able to bring this to America. Um, I don't think this winter we're not we're not registered charity mm-hmm. but people can still take part yeah um and you, you're definitely welcome to sign up as an ambassador on beardseason.com and we need to redo our website and everything 
over the next uh, few months. But um, yeah, we we we'd love to. Basically, my goal is sell my beard, yep. take it off in one piece, put it in a glass case as a trophy, award it to the person who uh, jumps on board, and then. Uh, use that kind of pool of money to basically set us up properly online, get our whole platform working really, really tight, get a board, um, and then also put together our kind of uh, program, the Skin Check program, mm-hmm. and have that up and running. So next year is a massive year in Australia, and we know exactly how it runs, yep. what our um, what our faults are, and what our like what we're excelling in, and then basically maybe do a soft launch for America next winter. This time next year, and then uh, and then England as well, and then see see if we can just keep on building on that. But um, yeah, and I've just started full time in this now, so it's oh, been you? it's okay. been awesome to be able to have proper time to be able to do everything. And yeah, I think social media and and tech has been really amazing for us. It's yep. beard season's basically grown on the one on one conversation mm-hmm. of someone saying nice beard, you telling them it could save their life, and then getting a photo and sharing that to socials, naturally socials because you'll find out about it, share, yeah. share, tell your the friends. Spheres of influence, yeah. Um, and I'd love to be able to work on how we can amplify that or how we can have a record of all the people who had a skin check or, uh, yeah, it's an yeah, interesting challenge. Yeah. This one might be good for your audience. Okay, I love it. So, you, you deal with da- data encryption and blockchain and all that kind of stuff, is that right? Okay, so... One idea we had for the million dollar beard was what if we did beard coin? <laughs> okay, you ready? Okay. Now, if you're still listening, um, basically you buy a beard coin. Let's say there's 33,000 average hairs on in a man's beard. Let's say we, so there's a limited number and I think that's right. how it works with, yeah, with yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah. And then we st- sell them at $100 a hair. Yeah. Uh, and that's about one or two skin checks, I think we worked out. So you buy you buy a hair and it guarantees a skin check or two skin checks for someone. So you're already kind of good. You feel good about that purchase. But it's DNA encrypted limited edition yeah. <laughs> purchase. What's well, the idea of the blockchain, right? Is it Yeah, and you yeah. can buy so let's say someone buys twenty thousand and then sell like we create a beard coin. And because there's only a limited amount, the end result of that is we could keep selling shit. I don't know how this works. My, some well, of no, you, guys you, get... could, you could resell. So, like, then the value of <laughs> exactly. it is once you've... Once so, you've you could it. actually make money on so your you donation. Could, yeah. Well, so, well, I was actually thinking the flip side of it was is if you if it's less about the donation, what if you could, when somebody buys it from you, that money is re-entered into the original kind of purchase bucket, yep. which means, like, if I have one Bitcoin... And then, or beard coin, excuse me. If I have one beard coin, <laughs> I can sell a tenth of my beard coin or transfer a tenth of my beard coin yeah. to a friend. Yeah. And that he, you know, then it's kind of ostensibly me buying or he buys it for me or whatever. Yeah. But then you could use that as a tracker of who's, how are you influencing how many people, the people? Are influenced. and exactly. you could have a multiplier of the, the money back into the system. So if you have 33,000 people that pay $100 first, great, you've got that bucket of money. Yeah. But then how could you make that money like every individual beard coin? could be parsed into smaller integers right yes. like, so it's like 10 percent of a yeah. beard coin a fraction of the and, hair and if you're you know you are trying to go to a uh global yeah. kind of reach well that's the beauty of uh these these technologies that underpower like bitcoin and others this that they're 
cryptocurrency kind of this blockchain that they use. It's actually a distributed ledger, so you could have that ledger acting in every part of the world. Yeah, and it's globally like consistent. So, so everyone that buys a Bitcoin could help power the the system. Is that this right? is actually one of the and so I'm not. I'll be I'll be perfectly candid. <laughs> I am not a. I haven't talked to anyone else about this. So you guys, we might exclusive. be we might be some good partners for you on this. And I know some of our listeners. I have a couple of them in particular I think are going to latch onto this and are going to probably call you and we're able to talk. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not a big fan of like I'm, I shouldn't say I'm not a big fan. Big fan of. Big I'm not. I'm not as. Uh, I'm not. I'm not as bullish on uh, blockchain technology yep. in the enterprise as a lot of people are. I just it's cool for what it's for cryptocurrency, yep. but it it's struggled to find its adoption. This is one where I'm like, no, that makes sense. Like I actually <laughs> believe in that. Now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so all right, so now you just DNA gave us a encrypted. Yeah, well that's bio the bio encryption. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, see, but then we're getting privacy laws, and that's a whole nother conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll <laughs> but I like it, my though. Beard to sign I, I like the. Uh, I like where that's going, though. Yeah, that's, that's just a little genius. Yeah, I'm, I figured maybe you'd know a lot more about it. Okay, than we'll take. We're, we're going to tinker. You just gave us a tinkering project, <laughs> yeah. my friend. Maybe that'll be our uh, our big donation back to the beard season. Yeah, movement. we'll be your you technology advisor. You could actually advisors. make money on it. Find yeah. the people who can help us build beard coin. Yeah. What is the last great book that you you read that you'd recommend to our listeners? Ooh, uh, I just I, uh, can I have two answers? You may. Okay, so I read this ages ago, but it's called The Eight, and it's uh, it's a book about chess, okay. actually. But it's, it goes more way back into the history of uh, the Knights Templar and stuff. It's really interesting. Really, super yeah. interesting book. Mathematics as well, so the data nerds in, would love the it. Highest order, yeah. Uh, and, but the a book I read most recently, I just read Elon Musk's biography. Okay. Autobiography. Yeah, biography. Interesting and, um, So good. Yeah. yeah. I love his uh, tenacity. He's basically just, he, he doesn't Beard. He, he just doesn't needs care. to get it done. He's like, I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. And I think it's, there's a, the line message of that is, um, like you don't wait for anyone. Nope. Just get it done. Follow it. Follow yeah. your brain. Follow. And your I think heart. we need that more and more as people become so uh, disenfranchised with politics and the people in charge. Yeah. There's an inverted commas in front around that. Yeah. But because uh, they're not, and we we need to be. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. <laughs> so if you were walking on stage to talk to somebody or present or play a sport, what would your Walk on song be the song that plays in the background as you're oh. walking on stage. Everyone's gonna say I the tiger. <laughs> that is the classic. Uh, but oh no. <laughs> See, mine would be uh I, I've been uh I've been rocking Drake lately, so I'd oh, be yes. like big rings. I just saw him in Miami. Did you? It was amazing. Yeah, when he had the Ferrari floating above the audience and stuff. Oh, it was yeah. incredible. That's that thing's a giant balloon. I, yeah. Is it? Yeah. That's not real. No, it's oh, a balloon. It. <laughs> First, you took the magic away. I'm aisle. sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. He's amazing. Well, maybe we should say ZZ Top because yeah. Sharp Dressed Man because, uh -huh. because That's you really want some, you want ZZ Top to uh, to come along and write you a theme song. Yes. We need to, we need to pick yeah. that up probably. ZZ Top, definitely. <laughs> I know you're listening.
You are a shop dressed man, so that that's fitting. <laughs> so, uh, what piece of technology is currently making your life worse? Worse. Who? Um, probably my phone. It's probably yeah. giving me all kinds of bad things in my brain. Um, and it has been hard to kind of balance your time. And I find I've got one rule on Facebook or Instagram. If you come across a post that you've already seen before, get out. Like people just end up in this scroll oh, yeah. zombie state. And I, yeah, it's horrible. Um, especially with young kids and stuff like just being weaned, like basically living off a screen. It's uh, pretty hectic. So uh, I'm all, I'll, I do like being in real life. Yeah, I know. And it's, it's, it's becoming more and more of a horrible thing. It's hard. I know, actually, I was, I was really uh disappointed in myself whenever so ios started doing that like screen time assessment ah, where, seen really? that where it'll tell you how much screen time you're you're using per day so like on your phone it tells you like you were on the phone for like three hours today and i'm like dude that is a long time i didn't even think i was three on the phone. yeah like and then one day it was like four hours and i'm like well i was on a plane a bunch so like do i feel good about it but it just made yeah. me super introspective about it so i agree like the phone is it is not. Yeah. I don't think it's good for. It is. Kids a, it's a great tool, and it's amazing when it's used correctly. Yeah, it's the most yeah. wonderful crutch you can have. But it is. You know? It's the piece yeah. of technology making your life worse. So, what is your uh, current uh, biggest personal money pit? Oh shit! Probably beard season. <laughs> I thought that might be true. <laughs> yeah. No, like it's been it's been hard f- fueling this whole thing, and it takes so much time, and. Uh, yeah, that's which is kind of why I need to just get, get reach this milestone because, yep. uh, yeah, like, yeah, it's 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 season. massive, but um, probably travel, which isn't a pit. It's kind of like a fuel. I I, tra- I love traveling. Yeah. Um, and I've been on some amazing surf trips lately, and uh, a ski trip a couple of years ago to Japan, and like, yeah, I like I, travel's the best. You know, that's one thing. Uh, we were talking about that the other night with some friends, and it was like nobody ever gets to their like their last moment in life and is like, you know, I traveled too much. You know, I really no. wish I wouldn't have traveled so much. Yeah. <laughs> that's not ever something somebody says, so I don't think it's a bad thing. It's a good one. So, But in travel, you're probably spending a lot of time on airplanes, sitting around. What what sort of show are you binge-watching these days? Or like, if you get a chance to, what do you really uh, dig into? <laughs> I actually, on the plane on the way back from New York, I did watch all of the Avengers <laughs> series <laughs> oh yeah buddy that's there is you say that proudly oh, yeah. that delightful <laughs> I, I made a rule with my wife where we uh we only watch marvel movies on airplanes yeah, yeah we reserve that's it. a good because they're great airplane movies uh, it's true. i can't stand yeah it was actually better than i thought it was gonna be i was just sick of like i'm, I'm sick of remakes and i'm sick of um rolling out um like all those cartoon kind of movies like the only thing no one's making out. anything new or, in, or like it's all recycled and like it really annoys me but um i do love bond yeah love bond classic <laughs> so in your travels you got to be going somewhere interesting soon what's the next like really interesting place you're going uh i'm actually going tomorrow to no friday to the gold coast okay in Beautiful place. uh we're hosting an event there and then i'm flying back for a meeting hopefully about getting rid of my beard on tuesday and then going up to byron for a few days with my girlfriend Good. just to clock off and relax and she's having a job change so it's a bit of a reset for her and byron's lovely and um hopefully gonna do some surfing and catching up yeah Sweet. on life 
Yeah. That's good, brother. So <laughs> how do people keep up with you in, uh, on social media? What are the best places to follow you? Yeah, uh, Instagram is our biggest thing. Um, just beard season, if you search for that. We got a blue tick the other day. I saw that. I know. That's incredible. Did, awesome. did you have to actively like seek that out? Or that no, it was like it came as a massive surprise. And it's kind of good because one thing I've actually found, and if anyone out there might be able to help with this, there's so many beard things that like anyone that follows us ends up getting followed by all these bots and like messaged oh. to buy this like cheap knockoff beard balm or, or some shit t-shirt thing. And bots are like drowning our actual audience at the moment. Like we've lost a few thousand people. Really? From, I reckon through through trolls, like not trolls, but like beard bots yeah. and um or any kind of bots. And Instagram's kind of, it's weird. It's changed a lot in the last couple of years. The algorithm really screwed us up. We were getting two and a half thousand likes average a post. And we're down to like, we're lucky to get 200 now. It's crazy. Really? So well. to get the blue tick is good. I think it's a good like sign and... Like, I kind of don't pay any attention to, like, l I'm not addicted to likes or anything. Um, I just want results from, I just want people getting checks. And the more people that get checks because of us, the better. So, that's our main kind of KPI. Yeah. But yeah. That's the important thing. And on, we're on Facebook and Twitter a little bit as well, but mainly, awesome. mainly Instagram. Well, Jimmy, this has been a lot of fun. I want to encourage our listeners to, one, follow you on, on, on social media, but join the movement, right? Yeah, yeah. Grow the beard. It's wintertime in the U.S. and the Northern Hemisphere. Grow your beard. Yeah. When people ask you about it, ask them last time they got their skin checked and help yeah. fight this awful, awful disease. Yeah. Thanks so and much for being And get a check on. yourself. Yeah, get a check. Have you guys had one? Absolutely. You have? Oh, yeah. you've had one? I had one. I had one. Uh, I had, oh, I found it was about... This was the the one there I, I got after I found beard season. Yeah, I found this little spot that my barber found, and he like he was giving me a shave on the neck, and he was like, he was like he kind of nicked it, and he was like, hey man, like you got some oh, muck wow. there, and I was like, okay, I'll check it out. Well, it didn't get healed up, and so I went, well, that's weird. So I went in and I got a skin check after like, wow. a, anyways, I went and they had to end up like going in and cutting like a spot out. It ended up being nothing to be concerned oh, about, yeah. which is great. Yeah. yeah, they sent it off for the testing. It went great. That's good. And so this was. Actually, about this time last year, Far and out. then uh, and then I had a check in. I went back like three months later just to you know do the heal up and stuff. And then I'm booked for my next check the third week of December. I got the text actually <laughs> on the way uh, on the way to Australia. Nice. I got the text that uh, that I, they had automatically booked my like every six month appointment with That's my dermatologist. Good. So I'm on it, bro. I'm getting checked. Well, Jimmy, this has been super fun, man. I hope, Thanks so much, guys. I hope, you, I hope you have some great success. as well, I must say. Very good. That means a lot. Yeah. Uh, you have no they idea what that you. just did for my soul. <laughs> <laughs> Day made. That's right. Well, Jimmy, thanks again for being on the Big Data Beard Podcast, buddy. Thank Cheers. you. Awesome, guys. Thanks for listening to the Big Data Beard Podcast. The music from this episode is by Andrew Bell. Check him out on iTunes or Spotify. It would also be pretty cool if you reviewed us in your favorite podcast app. It really does help. Thanks for listening.